Disclaimer, Joss, Jules, and Nevermore are not professional therapists. They will be sharing their personal experiences and advice, but this is in no way a substitute for professional help. There is also a good chance of swearing, tears, and triggering conversations, so listener discretion is advised. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Slaying Demons, a podcast about facing your fears in life and being the best version of yourself. I'm your host, Jocelyn, and joining me, as always, are my two lovely co-hosts, Jules and Nevermore. Hello, ladies. Hello, Jocelyn. <laughs> so we have a very tired Joss who just finished a three-hour episode of The Angry Chicken, Chicken reviewing 135 cards from the new expansion <laughs> coming out oh on Thursday. Uh, so I'm exhausted. <laughs> Uh, Jules is medicated, so I think today is just the Nevermore show, so take it away! <laughs> Yay! What was your favorite card, Jocelyn? Uh, there's a tiny little, like, Triceratops baby-looking card, and I love her. Yay! <laughs> and she's purple. <laughs> I can't even remember. There's so many cards, and they're, like, all dinosaurs, because it's the Ungaro expansion, so they're, like, all dinosaurs and elementals and stuff, and they're, like... Not that all dinosaurs look the same to me or anything. I'm not speciesist, but <laughs> it's a lot. Whenever they release a new set, I always struggle with the names of cards for like literally a month and a half. <laughs> I am the worst, the worst at names. But I remember that there's a little purple dinosaur who's adorable. So her. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, so yeah, I'm pretty tired. But uh, how have you guys, uh, how has your week been, ladies? Uh, week was busy. I mean, I, the reason I'm medicated is because I have a, a migraine. Um, I don't have the pain anymore, but now I have the, uh, the haze and the yeah. kind of like loopiness that comes from having to take medication from it, which I really sucks. Even like not even the medication, but just like having a migraine and like having that super intense pain and that intense experience, it just wipes me right out like I just yeah. as soon as the pain goes away I'm just like okay I'm just gonna sleep now for like 18 hours <laughs> yep 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 and uh so it started yesterday actually I had it all day and then I had to train uh I had to train the girl who's working in my previous job on a task that took all day long finally could take my medication at night sat there in the haze and then woke up this morning and it was still there and oh, I'm no. like God, dang it so um I have gotten minimal work done trying my best, but it just sucks. So I apologize if I get a little dopey or loopy tonight. I'm doing my best to try to stay focused, but it's like thinking underwater. It'll be <laughs> totally fine. You are doing great, and we love you Thanks. no matter what spews out of your mouth. <laughs> oh, we'll see how that stands at the end of this show. <laughs> what about you, Nevermore? Are you recovering from your sickness, and did you have a good week last week? 
I am. I had a great weekend. I felt like a, an actual person. Um, <laughs> and we went to RenFest with my twin sister and her husband. And we just celebrated their anniversary and had a blast. And then I actually babysat the triplets and their little sister Jordan last night while their moms went to the last game of the college basketball championships because it was here. Oh, cool. Uh, so they nice. were able to get tickets to that. So I got to spend a few hours with them yesterday, which was nice. And it's nice for me because I make a little extra money doing it while I have fun and play games and things. So <laughs> that's always a bonus. Uh, but yeah, everything's going good. Just just getting back in the grind of work. So you used to nanny the triplets for a long time, right? Because I don't think I a lot did. of people know that. I did for probably four or five years, and uh, then they started to go to like an after school program. So we stopped doing that. But uh, they're actually like, you know, we don't know what to do in the summer. People like they mm-hmm. they're doing a whole bunch of activities. They need like somebody to pick them up. I'm like. <laughs> I have a job like Monday through Friday (laughs) for eight hours. So I'm like, I don't know. But my work does, uh, we have to have vacations sometimes because the boss goes out of town. So I told her on those weeks if they need me that I'm around. So, hey, extra money, you know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's great that you're still so close to them and stuff. And, you know, you still get to see the triplets. Because I know, like, that would be so weird after four or five years of, like, having those kids in your life to just not have them there anymore. Like, that would make me so sad. (laughs) It is because they're like a second family, you know, yeah. and they live close enough where I get to see them and stuff. So they, it's, we're not that far apart. I think it's like 10 minutes that their new house is. But uh, it's weird, though, because I started watching them like as they entered kindergarten and now they're 10. <laughs> and last night when I got there, I was like, what do you guys do? And they're like playing Halo. And they're like, watch this. And like one of them jumps off a cliff. Because I was like, I like Halo too, you know? So one of them jumps off a cliff, and they're playing like a three-person game where they can find each other. And the other one runs across the map. He's like, watch this, watch this. And he starts teabagging the other one's face. And I was like... (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you guys, that's like the lowest of the low thing to do. Like, don't do that. And they're probably like, never more, you used to be cool. (laughs) Well, and I was just like, I didn't know if he knew what it was called, so I didn't say that, but... He's all like, and I use the energy sword. And I'm like, let me just tell you about how the energy sword is my best weapon, along with the gravity hammer. Thank you very much. <laughs> and I was like, and I have like a life-size replica that lights up, makes noises in my bedroom. So I'm an adult. Do you have a life-size replica, <laughs> you little 10-year-old that I'm somehow competing with now? Oh, my God. That is the best comeback <laughs> ever. Holy now shit. Now they know that I've played it and they have Xbox Live now. So I'm like, all right, we can play some matches as long as you don't teabag my face. <laughs> We're not doing I bet that. they don't even know what that is or why people it's do where, it. It's like if you go run up to some, like they do. It oh, the I know what it is. But I'm where saying, you like bounce yeah. up and down. And I'm just like, it's like, to me, it's just so stupid. Like, I don't know. It doesn't get to me where it makes me angry. I'm just like. It just makes me question that person. Like, that's what you live for is to just teabag some. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> moving along. I don't want to be in charge anymore. This is where things go. <laughs> uh, all I am right. so amused right now. I know. No <laughs> uh, I give Nevermore the show for five minutes and already we're teabagging. <laughs> you didn't know where this was going. <laughs> Oh, so anyway, my weekend. Right, woman. 
Oh, that's good. I'm glad you had a good weekend. Uh, I spent my weekend doing that thing that I've talked about before that, you know, I absolutely hate and, like, it's just so ridiculously frustrating for me that I put it off way too long. It's taxes! Yay! Yay! (laughs) Good for you. So, uh, I haven't fully finished, but I went through and, like, actually organized, which is something I should do on an ongoing basis as opposed to, you know, at the end of the year when it's 12 months at once. But I actually like organize my income and my expenses and all my ins and outs and accounting stuff. Ugh. <laughs> was, See, I'm awful. proud of you for doing that because I'm like, <laughs> what? Like, I just go to like TurboTax and go, here's what the form has like they're like deductions i'm like no (laughs) i don't know i don't track of anything since i'm my own business it's like super complicated and like you know you have to know uh like different percentages of stuff that you can write off and like it's just yeah it's super complicated and especially where i get paid in u.s dollars and then a lot of my expenses are in both u.s and canadian because i buy a lot of stuff from the states too so it's like i i just have so like then there's foreign currency stuff and exchange rates and it's just oh it's it's annoying it's i mean i i have a head for math and like an analytical brain so it does like i can do it i used to do my own taxes for a really really long time um but yeah like i just i don't know It's just one of those things where it's just such a huge, overwhelming job because I know like that I I don't stay on top of it like month over month, which I really should even just to understand my business. And like, you know, usually I'm just like still you did it, though. I'm proud of you. You're not letting it be like the looming thing like I am like mine's (laughs) over here. (laughs) I think Ben did his this last weekend or the weekend before so yeah that's what's on my to-do list well and it always super stresses me out too because you know like people start tweeting about it like oh did my taxes this weekend and i'm like oh haven't even looked at my accounting yet so it super stresses me out too when i just see people starting to talk about it on twitter and i always feel like i'm way ahead of the curve because i start thinking about it in like january but then that just means i stress about it from january until april like <laughs> i because i you always have feel like i have deadline that we knew like uh, for april mid-April uh ours is the end of April okay and um technically which is the thing that got me last year and why I was so late submitting that was um if you don't owe them anything then you don't really have a deadline they'll actually pay you interest back on you know like as if you submitted at the end of April and like Canada just (laughs) rocketed with everything (laughs) so yeah it's like there's if you if you don't owe any money like you don't really have to get it in at any specific time. So yeah, that's, that's what I kept telling myself last year is like, well, I'm not going to owe any money, so it's totally fine. (laughs) Yeah. I'm an idiot anyways. So I, but I was really proud of myself. I like, I, I sat down, I did an entire year. It took me about eight hours and like, I was just plugged away at it, got it done. I was like, once I figured out like some of the stuff with the foreign exchange and stuff, it was, you know, a little, not easy, but it was like straightforward then at least and and repetitive, but straightforward anyway. And so I was sitting there, I'm doing it all. And I felt really, really, really proud of myself. And then I was like getting ready for bed. And this is what kind of is leading to our topic of the week this week. Um, I was getting ready for bed and I kind of like, so I walked into the bathroom, I went to wash my face and I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, like just literally out of nowhere pops into my head like oh you have short hair like look at all your wrinkles your skin is gross like are you even trying anymore and then I was just like the fuck Jocelyn's brain (laughs) like you did a really good thing today like a really good thing like you can't give yourself a break for more than like 10 minutes before you're just like 
all over yourself about like how you don't look like you did when you were 18. Like, what the hell, brain? <laughs> I don't yeah. understand like why I am so hard on myself. Like, it's it's unbelievable. So yeah, that's that's my story. That's my thing that's <laughs> sparked the conversation this week. Does that ever happen to you? Because I'm not telling. I know we talked a lot about on previous episodes. We've talked a lot about like body image, and I'm not. I'm not talking about like weight or body image or anything like that. Like I'm just talking about like the way I see myself and like the changes that I'm going through. I guess as I age, and like I don't know why I'm so hard on myself. It's it's normal, um, you know, in in some respects, it's it's normal, you know. <laughs> You're your own worst critic because you're the one who sees yourself the most, you know, other than your significant other. But, um, you know, tell me if you've ever had this where you kind of like, you know, you're looking at yourself in the mirror and you're like one day you're like, huh, you know, it's pretty decent hair day. I did pretty good today or, you know, I don't look as hideous as I normally do. And then the next day you're like what the hell was I even thinking? I am so ugly. Like that is so awful. Like you, it, it goes, it switches from like one day to the next Mm -hmm. to say (laughs) how awful you, you, how critical you are of yourself. It happens to me all the time. And like, and my brain will literally say, what the hell were you thinking yesterday? Thinking that you look good. Cause man, you look like shit today, (laughs) you know? Yep. Or like, I, for me, especially where I like, I do see myself quite often because of the shows that I do are all on video, right? So I do see myself, I think, probably a lot more often than an average person would see themselves. But like, I don't know, I feel like there's a huge, huge difference between what I what I think I see on like video versus like when I'm seeing myself in the mirror versus like photos, like because my roommate they have their super adorable nine month old and they're taking pictures of him all the time. And I play with him all the time. So I'm in all these pictures with him and it's like every single one. I'm like, Oh my God, like I wish I didn't look that shitty because these pictures are so cute. And like, this is like memories that I want to have, but I have like little mini heart attacks. Every time someone posts a picture of me on Facebook now, I'm just like, Oh my God, like used to be 10 years ago. I'd be like, Oh my God, I hope my boobs aren't out. And now I'm like, <laughs> Oh my God, I hope you can't see my face. <laughs> yeah. And, and so part of it is, um, you know, Nevermore will relate to this hundred percent. She's, she's a RuPaul Drag Race fan. Uh, <laughs> and I know Jocelyn has seen it before, but at the end of every episode, RuPaul ends the episode to say, if you can't love yourself, how in the hell can you love anybody else? That's and, true. You know, and that's the thing. And, and I think I have, in terms of, of um, capability, I guess, in terms of intelligence and, and things like that, I'm pretty kind to myself. I feel like I've done well and I'm, I'm pretty kind with myself. Like, you know, I say, yeah, you know, people find you respectable and people find you smart and intelligent. But when it comes to physical attributes, I'm brutal to myself. And um, and I have this happen all the time where people were like, you know, you, you, you're, you know, you have a beautiful, beautiful smile. Your eyes are so beautiful or, you know, you just look like you light up a room and, and I go, oh God, but you don't see this and you don't see this and you don't see the double chin and you don't see the terrible hair color and all this stuff. And it's like, you know, because people who love you aren't being critical of that. You know what I mean? And so 
I can be a lot kinder to myself in terms of my of how I think other people see me in terms of personality, but not so much in terms of physicality. Do you agree with that, guys, or do you disagree with that? Like, is it different personality versus physicality? I think it's it's a hundred percent different. I mean, I have always thought of myself as you know very smart, very capable, very competitive, like strong-willed, opinionated, like in ways that I feel like are positive attributes. Uh, others may disagree, but <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm like you say, I'm very uh, kind to myself, I guess, personality wise. I quite like myself, but I have always been super, super, super hard on the way that I looked. And I was actually, I was talking to a friend, um, I guess it would have been in February when he was uh, visiting. We went out for dinner and we were kind of talking about it because like I was talking about how um, like I guess upfront my looks are at my job now and yeah. how much I'm kind of struggling with that a little bit because I've also um, like, obviously I'm get I'm older now. I'm, I'm going out of my early into my mid thirties. <laughs> and you know, like when I was growing up, I was like, uh, um, I had modeling offers. I, you know, like my, my face and my looks were very kind of front and center. It was always the first thing that people would notice and comment about and stuff. And then, you know, like I kind of um, went to university and, and, you know, kind of as you move out of school and get a little bit older and into kind of the workforce, people just tend to like, it's not as important anymore. Um, and that's also about the time I that my looks like everyone's do kind of started to decline a little bit because that's what happens when you age. And, uh, and now it's like, it's flipped again where like my looks are front and center, but I'm also like aging. I'm like, oh my God, I have so many circles under my eyes and I have like freaking wrinkles and like somehow also still acne. Like what the fuck? You shouldn't get acne and wrinkles at the same time. That should be like not allowed ever. <laughs> so like I yeah. find that like it's kind of um, this like really big weird thing for me and it causes me a lot of like stress and anxiety because I'm just like, am I still going to be like podcasting at 40 or 45? Because like, what if my looks go like, is anyone even going to listen if I don't have, you know, if I don't have cute little pink hair and like bubbliness, I don't know. Like if I'm not as pretty, is that still going to be relevant or are people going to be like, Ugh, she's not even eye candy anymore. <laughs> Why the yeah. F am I listening to the show? <laughs> there's, there's the, there's the big, that's the big elephant right there. Hmm. I think is is the big elephant is is the um you know you you have always been uh praised for your looks yes. in your younger years and that's where you judged your, that's where people judged your self-worth as Jocelyn is beautiful, you know. And um in my in my younger years my I was praised not on my looks but on my intelligence. And I've always been overweight and I've always had struggles with my own self-image. But, um, you know, it's, it is a, there's nothing wrong with what happened with your situation, but what you're now trying, you know, you don't have control over how you look for the entirety of your life because aging is out of your control. Mm -hmm. It's all downhill from here, guys. (laughs) Right? (laughs) It's true, though. It is. And so, you know, the, the answer to the question is, is, will you still be podcasting at 42? Well, I am, you know, and I'll be 43 this year. 
And I plan to do this as long as people will are willing to listen. But and I, I will not say that I don't have severe problems with self-image in terms of physical self-image, but um, I have learned how to love myself more based on integration of, um, you know, because I think that beauty is not just surface. Mm -hmm. It's beauty is personality and physicality. And, you know, I mean, you are a beautiful person, both sides. Like we, we love you because of your, you know, of your personality and who you are. I love I Nevermore love you because you're Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I think that one of Secret the two though. of you loves me for my boobs. So don't even start. Well, you know, it's me. <laughs> but, you know, these are these are very heavy, very raw demons for a lot of women, a lot of women. And, and I am I'm not surprised that you're dealing with it. They're saying, hey, you know, you're looking a little worn down. Try this special <laughs> cream and it'll make all your problems go away. It probably fucking won't. Like <laughs> how many different companies make this stuff? Like, yeah, OK, yeah. some of it will help. But it's like. For me, like, I mean, I've always been like we look back at pictures now of like elementary school and like middle school where we thought we were the fat girls. We're like, damn, I wish I had my body back like that. Right. But, um, I've kind of always been okay with being plus size, but I'm past the point of that where now it's like affecting like health and stuff. And I want to go back a little bit. So that's kind of what I struggle with. Um, and personally for me, I get self-conscious about my intelligence because we <laughs> cattail. <laughs> <laughs> I like that second that I'm like, squirrel. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. He had to jump up, of course. <laughs> but just, we have a lot of geeky, intelligent friends, you know? And sometimes, like, I'll tell Ben, I'll be like, well, like, this made me feel dumb or whatever. And he's like, you're not dumb. Like, you're just, everybody's different. And I have to, like, remind myself of that. So where I'm not strong in, like, politics and math and science and a whole bunch of other shit. Like, I have other qualities, too, that, like, I have to remember that I appreciate, like, for, it makes me me, um, but, like, as far as, like, looks and stuff, other than weight, I'm not, I guess, as hard on myself, like, there are some things that I'm self-conscious about, like, there's things, like, with my teeth, because I didn't wear my retainers when I was a kid, and all that kind of crap, things that I wish I could, like, instantly make better, but it's, like, I've kind of, I'm trying to think of how to say it, like, I've tried to, give myself like kind of a grace period that's not the word that I want <laughs> a little bit You're of leeway a pass leeway, leeway pass yes yeah. um where because I'm not like Jocelyn has like she does makeup for her shows and stuff I just don't like I just on occasion like you guys know like I'll be like I put mascara and lipstick on woo like it's this whole big thing you know it's just I have never been the type to do that a lot like usually if I do a whole bunch of stuff to myself it's my hair usually like I'll curl it or whatever but it's yeah. not like a daily like business thing and I've just I've never had jobs where it was really like a requirement and like now at work I wear like big frumpy t-shirts and like yoga pants and like there's days where I'm like well shit like <laughs> I should really try like a little bit harder but like I mean like when I nannied with the triplets it's like boogers and dirt and gross stuff and like you're just constantly like out playing and it's Arizona and you're sweaty and it's like 
So I've never really put a lot of effort into it, I guess. So I try on occasion to like semi look nice, but I don't, I try not to be hard on myself about it, if that makes sense. Like I try not to not look like the crazy, like mismatched, like <laughs> random hat, striped shirt, like brown pant. Like I try to make it kind of work, you know what I mean? But I don't know. I've just tried to accept, I guess, that, you know, aging is a thing. And like with my hair, like I love it. I like doing something fun. I have a job that lets me do it. And I feel more me with different colored hair because of the creative side of who I am and all that kind of stuff. Um, so for me, that's like a big deal. And I think when I don't have that, I find myself to be more like reserved and like more shy, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think that like for me, at least like because I mean, I freaking love my haircut. It's so much less maintenance. Like it feels awesome. And I love like the pink that I've got going on right now is like my favorite thing that I've ever done with my hair right now. And I just, I like, I really, really like it. It looks adorable and cute. And, but I'm just like, I'm so, I guess, programmed because I know like, it's one thing to say, oh, well, fuck other people who cares what they think. But I mean, like, I just, I just can't, I can't not care because it's just always been like right front and center in my life is like, that's like, the first thing people say when they meet me or like there was um, one when I first moved here, I took a picture with uh, it was me and Matt and my new roommate. And she took like a welcome to the house selfie and showed it to her brother-in-law. And he's like, wow, Matt was, must have a giant dick because that girl's fucking hottie. <laughs> and I was like, but the, that's like, it's, it's just so front and center. It's like always the first thing that comes out when, you know, like, I don't know. It's just, it's so hard to ignore it when like for over 30 years, it's been the thing that's said about me, not, yeah. oh my God, she's so smart or, oh wow, did you see that amazing block in her volleyball game? It's, you know, like it's not, those are not the comments that I get from strangers, from friends, mm-hmm. from family even. Like, I mean, right. I was right. the little kid that at five, you know, I was, oh, she's going to be a heartbreaker. Oh, look at those eyes. Like, and I'm like, I'm not complaining that I was pretty, but it definitely warped my sense of, I guess, self-worth because mm-hmm. it's just like, I don't have this thing anymore that everyone's like <laughs> talking about for my whole life. Like, I, I don't have it. I don't look the way I used to. So like, now what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and what you're saying is brutally honest and uh, and so brave. Because it is very hard to admit that, um, you know, on the on the so coming from the opposite side, um, I was never complimented on my looks. And I spent my younger years feeling like I didn't matter because I wasn't pretty and I wasn't somebody that was a head turner. You know, I had to fight extra hard to get somebody to notice me because I wasn't like that. And so when you when you've grown up on that end of it, it's easier in the later time when it doesn't matter as much to as many people, because let's face it, when you're younger, your looks are everything. 
it's about finding a mate. It's finding, you know, it's about being popular and status and whether people like you or they don't like you as kids, because that's what we're drawn to. It's hard and it sucks. So I totally get what you're saying because like (laughs) this has been your life for 30 some odd years. And now you don't have that. It's not as easy as it used to be. Mm -hmm. And you don't know what to do with it. And it makes perfect sense because you spent all of this time, you know, they do research about this stuff. And they say that, you know, for people who are deemed attractive, more attractive, higher on the attractive scale, it, pe- things are easier for them. People are kinder there's to a, them. There's an attractiveness true? scale? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. You should um, watch. They do videos and stuff of, like, if somebody walks into, like, the supermarket and they ask a question and they're good looking versus somebody who's, like, a normal person walks in and asks for help. Yeah. You get two totally different reactions a lot of the time. Really? Yes. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, my so a former coworker of mine, uh, she was she actually did a you know a kind of a pseudo experiment. She was out on the road. She was a sales rep, and she was out on the road with this woman who was a former model, and she was, I mean, still a knockout. You know, gorgeous and expensive clothing, and thin and blonde, and you know all of these things. And my coworker was overweight, older, wrinkled. Um, you know, not someone who would be considered heavily attractive. And she said everywhere they went, people would only speak to the other woman. They would only talk to her. Men especially would only speak to that girl. And she was just like, it was fascinating to me. I was like, I didn't exist. It wasn't, it was like, I, I, I had to like wave my hands for someone to actually notice me and ask me a question, waitresses and, um, and you know, airport personnel and it was she's like I've never I've never seen anything like it you know and it made sense to her why it was such there was the discrepancy and they they've done plenty of studies Hmm. about this so you know what you're experiencing is tough Mm -hmm. because there is no fix for this you have to reshape your whole self image Mm -hmm. and it's not easy because yeah, it's like, not I enough don't even for know. Jules and I to be like, you're freaking adorable <laughs> with your with your pixie haircut and your eyes and your pretty lips and stuff. Like it's like <laughs> there's like we can't say it a million times, you know. And no. we could go like around in our little triangle and just compliment each other for the end of days. And you have to do it yourself. You know what I mean? Like, yep. Yeah. Well, and I think too, like it's not even just like having people say nice things about me anymore. It's like, I'm now acutely aware that this thing that used to be like the number one thing that people, or at least I perceived people valued me for is, is going away. So then it's like, Oh God, like what's underneath here? Like I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident and I think I have a nice personality and I'm, think I'm pretty smart and you know but like is this gonna be enough are people still going to like me who are currently in my life when I'm not pretty like when I start to or like now that I have started to get like smile lines and wrinkles and like all this other stuff about me that I'm now noticing and hating and feel like is really detracting from my appearance like once once the appearance is gone 
then is there anything left that the people in my life are going to be attracted to? Like, is my yeah. personality enough? And it's such a weird, weird, weird feeling. <laughs> yeah, because you know that those who love you don't care, don't care about that stuff. Yeah. yeah. But those who did care about that stuff most likely will not be there. Yeah, and it's yeah. like I'm almost like afraid to find out like who falls in what group, you know? Like cause yes. it's so hard to to not know like who really truly values me for who I am. And mm -hmm. uh, like cuz the chat room saying like, well, why do those people matter? They suck. They're superficial and and like this is the thing that I d I don't feel like I have superficial friendships, but I also feel like I don't know if I have superficial friendships and and finding out like who's really on my team. It's like that's that's always a really scary kind of proposition, whatever the reason is, you know, whether it's some sort of like big life event or, or what, like if there's ever a situation that like pushes your relationships to the limit, like finding out who's on your team and who isn't, that's a scary, scary proposition. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> Because it just, it makes me think of like, you know, you want the people who will be around you like at your worst times. Like, for example, like, because we were just talking about my sister and her wedding or her anniversary. Um, her husband proposed like in the middle of her kitchen with like, it's disgustingly dirty at that point because <laughs> she was sick. She felt like crap. She felt she looked like crap and he like gets down on one knee in the middle of like their dirty kitchen and like proposes to her and it's just like you want the people who will be there for you when you're like that. You know what I mean? Like when you feel like shit when things aren't going well for you because like I've noticed um, with coworkers and just other people in general who are like not assholes but like who are I, I don't know. Their personalities are um, very, like, particular and, like, they need things their way and stuff. I picture, like, and this goes to, like, way back when we talked about, like, our fears and stuff about, like, getting older and stuff. I picture me in, like, an old folks home and I have no one else that I've known my <laughs> whole life. Will the staff be super nice to me because I'm a good person? Or are they going to be like, don't go in that lady's room because she's a bitch. Like, <laughs> I want the people to come visit me because I'm like the light of their day, you know? So yeah, it's, it's true, though. Like, if you think about it like that, like, if you don't have people around you that you've known the whole time, like, I could see where it's scary, I guess, that I don't have. I mean, I guess there are people who maybe are only around me for certain things. Like, I feel like that a little bit when we go to like blizzcon and stuff because um like the people i don't talk to all the time where i'm like oh they're like oh hi like i'm like are you are you saying that like because i'm friends with like jocelyn and jules or because i'm friends with scott or like or right like why are you approaching me you know what i mean so like i guess in that sense but like i guess on an everyday basis like i just i keep the people closest to me who matter the most, I guess. So like I say hi to people and I talk to everybody, but as far as like core friends, like I try to keep hello good ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And your point being, you know, who's going to be there when the, when the worst happens, that's what happened with me. Yeah. Who's going to be there, you know, in this last year, who's going to be there when things fall, fall completely apart. And you know, you two are very high on that list. And, you know, and it was not pretty and it was not, co you know, easy and it wasn't easy to watch happen, you know, but those are the things that were most important and it didn't matter, 
you know, it, it, it didn't matter in the end, you know, because you look at the core of the person, mm-hmm. you look at the core of who the person is, you know, Jocelyn is someone that is, you know, people are going to be naturally attracted to coming near her because she is beautiful, but they're going to want their own purposes related to that. Right, Joss? Cause like, they're going to be people who are like, Hey, you're beautiful. So you get things to people that come around you and you can introduce me to more people. And then I don't really need you anymore. Cause now you've, you've, you've introduced me to the people that I want to meet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That happens. <laughs> it does. And you know, and that's the thing. So, you know, but the, the integration of, who you are as a physical being and who you are as a emotional being, it, it just, it just needs to become more cohesive, which is why you're so mean to yourself, <laughs> but you're not, you're not mean to yourself when it comes to your knowledge and your, you know, your, your intelligence and your capabilities and your competitiveness and your, um, you know, your strength you're not you're you're not beating yourself up that like you you fucking wimp like you're not saying that to yourself right no <laughs> it's not. literally just like and and it like varies like day to day like what stupid little thing I'll find to pick on like one day it'll be my eyebrows and then the next day it'll be like my hair and I'll Dude, be like why did you chop your with hair your, off? like super nice eyebrows I have like where it's like thick here and it never grows on the side so you can just take your fancy eyebrows and just leave (laughs) i just mean like i find a new little thing to pick at all the time and like sometimes it's like when i see myself from the side i'm like your nose is funny (laughs) like i just yeah like there's all kinds of like weird little things that i that i pick at and it just seems like the the pickable things are becoming more and more and more and more, and I don't know how to really deal with that. <laughs> yes, never more? Laughing. Laughing a vision. Ah. <laughs> so if you're picking, 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 like what are you going to leave at the end of all that? <laughs> like if you just constantly pick, like what's left? Like after you just keep, go, like if you keep doing little by little by little, what's left of Jocelyn in your core? my heart that's what you that's what you need to find and yeah. rebuild from <laughs> she's so proud of herself yep. i love it <laughs> you're, you're doing awesome and that's exactly what it is that you know because and maybe switch it into a different different perspective like you know if you could have the perfect scenario for what you would want in your physicality is it even possible for you to attain that even if you like had surgery or I was say, if I had a bazillion dollars, sure. <laughs> I'd right. look like I was 20 till I was 90. <laughs> but you will constantly be chasing time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if you had surgery to correct some of the things that you feel are wrong, it time is going to keep going and aging will still happen and you will just continually feel like you have to correct those things. So um, you know, it's about saying it, it's about kind of embracing the inner fuck it in that way. <laughs> right? The inner fuck it. Oh my god, I love it. Find your inner fuck it. <laughs> yes. And embracing it and saying, I know that my smile lines are annoying the shit out of me and I my nose is weird and I, you know, my 
um, I, all these things. But you know what? Fuck it. I'm still awesome. I'm still, I still have all of these things that are really cool about me. And so what if my ass is too big or, you know, my thighs jiggle or my boobs are droopy? You know what? Somebody finds that pretty hot. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, actually, I think Hachikumo in the chat room might have kind of pinpointed my, uh, like, I guess, turning point. The, par- the part where it really started to bother me Um I talked about it a little bit in the Discord, and if you guys want to join in our Discord, it's discord.gg slash jossplays, um, but I talked about it a little bit in the Discord where I was uh, really, actually, it was probably about a year ago now, um, come to think of it, and I was approached by a very big company, like, they came to me, I didn't go to them, and uh, they told me about a concept for a show that they had and that they wanted me to host, and could I please send in a video, and I got really, really, really excited. Uh, because they they specifically approached me. And uh, so I sent my stuff in. I was going back and forth with them. And the woman I was talking to was a big fan of Angry Chicken. And, like, she knew who I was. And, like, she was just really excited to, to kind of have me on board. And then I ended up missing out on the opportunity to somebody who looked just like I did five years ago because she's about five years younger than me. <laughs> and so I missed out on a very, very great opportunity Um, And I I felt like, even though I know that there's a lot of different factors, but um, it very much felt like, well, we like you, but you know what we like better than you? You five years ago. And so you, therefore, are not thin enough or pretty enough to host our show. We're going with, you know, the the five years ago version of Jocelyn, which uh, really sucked. (laughs) I got very, very excited because it felt like from the way that they were talking to me, um, it felt like I already had the job. And then to kind of have that taken away, not really hear anything back. And then once the, the way that I found out was literally they launched the show. I assumed the show had been canceled or something. Um, so they launched the show and then I was like, oh, guess they didn't go with me. Oh, look who they went with. Yep. Okay. That's awesome. Just threw up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I can, reality. I think, and I, I really think that that's kind of like when it started, like when I, when I really started to like hate how I looked and not just like, you know, oh, put on 20 pounds and that kind of sucks. But then also like, oh, and your face is ugly too. <laughs> Have fun with that little seed in your head. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, working in the industry where, you you know, your your looks are front and center in terms of making videos and, you know, in that on that realm is brutally, brutally degrading, to be completely honest, because all it is is about how attractive you are. It really is. And I think that's why I'm so worried and so frustrated is because the person who ended up getting the job, like, doesn't know their stuff, doesn't know what they're talking about, like, isn't really into, you know, what's going on, very much is just, like, read off the teleprompter, like, and I'm just like, so if that's all that I want, or, like, if sorry, if that's all the industry wants, then I don't have that anymore. Like, do I even have a career future? Like, I clearly, I am not actually valued for my brains and for what I know and for, you know, like my passions and and what I've chosen as a career. So like, if I, <laughs> like, what am I even doing right now? And so I think that like that too, like puts so much more pressure on like me trying to, to look like 
I'm not in my 30s and trying to look, you know, younger and younger, which then sometimes even has the opposite effect, right? <laughs> when you try to look too young, it just ages you. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. But yeah, yeah. like I and think it, it all just like it snowballs and gets worse and worse and worse. Yeah. So you fight either you fight against the system or you resent the system for what it is and you give up. You know, and I say you fight against the system and you fight against the the normalcy of what it is going to be, you know, because you do know your stuff and you do have a passion for it. And, you know, show them all why they're wrong is Mm. usually how I run with it. Show them why they're wrong. And, you know, you also work in a world where it's competitive against you. I mean, even in a group of three women as we are, it's very rare to not have a situation where it's like, oh, God, Jocelyn, cry me a fucking river about your, you know, your looks (laughs) being fading when I never had them in the first place. You know, jealousy. Yeah, like, damn, um, these bitches who work at home. (laughs) Right. You know, resentment and mm-hmm. jealousy and um, and spite, you know, there's all of that. And I mean, you know, let's be honest, there is somebody out there who is listening to this episode and they're doing their eye rolling. I know. At, I know. They're eye rolling. And, it, and it's just because it, it's it, it's how the world works. See, and I'm kind of wondering now, like I just kind of thought of this. I'm wondering if the fact that I'm a twin has anything to do with like growing up and seeing myself, if that makes sense, because like, yeah, obviously you guys are identical. Can and we're identical twins. And like, mm-hmm. even though obviously I can see the differences in us, I'm wondering if that plays a factor in the fact that I'm a little more comfortable with it other than like, obviously the weight, which we've talked about before. Um, but just like I guess because I've seen myself growing up like constantly, I don't know. I wonder. Well, yeah, if that's a and weird you're thing. you're able to look at your sister and be like, she's beautiful, and I love her, and you know, she's a great she's a great person, and you kind of see that reflection of yourself in her. Mm-hmm. I can see that. But still, we do the same, the whole, like, crap out the crap, like, this weekend. We're like, okay, take the picture, but, like, don't, oh, don't keep it up over the boobs. Like, don't, <laughs> <laughs> you know, get a good one. Like, we yeah. know, like, with each other. Like, okay, yeah, okay, but we're self-conscious about, like, here, like, both of us, our stomachs and stuff. And it's just, it's funny that, yeah, I don't know. And, like, even with trying to, like, uh, they're eating better at their house. Like, they're trying to do better quick dinners and stuff. But she's always, like you better not lose weight because I don't want to be the heaviest one or whatever. So like, it's always, that's always been a thing is like, we're scared that if one loses weight, the other one won't. And then obviously it's like huge judgment, like focus on the other one. (laughs) So instead of supporting each other through the process to do it together, it's like, I don't want to be the one that's fat now. Exactly. Yeah, no. (laughs) And that's a, that's an excellent point. That's an excellent point. It's, there's a competition there, whether you want it or not. Exactly. Huh. Yeah. I mean, twin thing is, didn't even occur to me. And I think that's a really good thing, but, um, whether, you know, whether it's your twin or it's the former version of you, you know, the, the pictures that you see of yourself from 10 years ago, 20 years ago, you know, um, you know, I will say, I think therapy does help this, this, because, you know, your, your perceived image of yourself needs to change from what you've been 
conditioned to do for 30 odd years. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's the thing. It's definitely a conditioning thing. It's like, yeah, that's 100% what it is. It's like, it's the thing that I think that people are thinking when they look at me or when they interact with me in, in any way. And so it's like, I need to change <laughs> the way that I think like that is not easy. <laughs> and it's, it's not when it's been reinforced from the outside for so long. It's just like, it's not the same sort of thing where like, I just have to, you know, like accept my weight gain or, you know, like just stop thinking of myself as stupid, which I don't really do anyway. But you know, like it's not any of these little like things that are always internal. It's like when it's come at me for so long from outside, then, you know, like how the hell am I supposed to change that? Because that is what other people see and, you know, think and say. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, you know, like it's really hard to change what has been like reinforced for so long. So I like, I I really, yeah, I don't know. I'll have to kind of like, I want to see how it kind of like progresses, I guess is the best word for it. Because like, if it does get much worse, like I'm being really, really, really negative and hard on myself, like really bad. (laughs) And it's not, and it's it's not not healthy. (laughs) No, it's not nice to yourself. It's, you know, it's stuff that keeps you up at night. It's stuff that you can't change, which is even worse. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, yeah. Okay. So you could go on a diet and lose a couple pounds, but you can't, you can't easily get rid of a wrinkle and, you know, or a smile line or, um, the fact that your skin may sag a little bit more than it used to. It's just, you know, that demon, the demon isn't going away. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, but I said this before and I will say it again, it is incredibly brave to talk about this. Like it is these, this is like, this is deep psyche stuff that, it, you know, and I'm so proud of you. Like, oh, yeah. I'm my so brain's fucked up, guys. Up. Like, I'm, I'm. Well, and that's, you know, <laughs> Joss, that's why Jules and I were like, when you brought it up, we're like, we're worried about you, but not like in a terrible way. But yeah. we're like, we want you to be able to talk about it because obviously talking about it gets it out there and you're acknowledging it not to other people, not to just you, but. I think that's good for anybody. Like you need to find your people to talk to about mm-hmm. this stuff. Like if you just let it sit, it eats away at yourself. And then oh, yeah. this again. is definitely my splur moment. So I, I'm yeah. kind of hoping that I just splurred out all the bad and then I'll be good <laughs> going forward. Yeah. And you know, there's part of it too. I mean, um, I think the the way that I have integrated with myself and you know, it's obviously still a process and it's not perfect at all. But when, when I go to bed at night, can I live with myself is usually how I view it. Do I feel that I am a good person? Do I feel that I make a difference in this world? Do I feel that I treat people with kindness in the way that I wish that, that I hope that I want to portray myself? Do I portray myself in a way that makes people feel good when they're in my presence or do I don't, do I, do I not? And if I can go to bed every night, feeling like I am that person, then I'm done, then I'm doing it right. And then I'm happy with myself and I can get up the next day and I can smile at myself in the mirror and say, Oh yeah, you know, bad hair day, bitch. But, (laughs) you know, (laughs) but that's how I integrate that, you know, because I really focus on is my personality 
is the person that I am and that I, that I aspire to be? Am I being that person? I, I hope still that get embarrassed you. and stuff. Like when people are like, oh, we can't wait to spend time with you. Or like they want to go out of their way to like do stuff with Ben or I, you know, like it just still like blows my mind. Like, or if somebody will be like, I thought of you and like sends me something like that shit. Like, I don't know. Like it's just the fact that somebody just takes a moment you know, like that they that and, you matter enough. Yes. Mm. And not even like about your looks or anything, but just to be like, hey, I saw this out in the world and it's this cool unicorn thing. And it just made me think of Jocelyn or whatever <laughs> or, you know, blah, 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 like Hearthstone. And, you know, like I keep like I constantly see Hearthstone stuff and it just makes like the pins and things. And it mm-hmm. just makes me think of you. And like there's stuff that makes me think of jewels and like other it's like and I try to um, I actually think it was Randy that said uh, uh Randy Deluxe, Maui, mm-hmm. um, months back said something about, you know, tell people that you love them and that they mean something to you. You know, even if you've said it a million times, say it again. And like that still like rings true to me. Like I hear it all the time and I hear Jules tell like I get frustrated a lot. Like I'm happy and like laugh and stuff. But like I get with certain things, I get really pissed off and like I hold grudges for certain stuff. And I keep hearing Jules be like, you know, is it worth it to be upset about blah, blah, blah if the other people don't care and stuff, you know, like, <laughs> I can't, and it's like little things like that. I keep, I keep improving little by little because of the shit we talk about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, well, that's the whole point of the show, right? <laughs> Trying right, to be the exactly. best version of yourself. <laughs> yeah. And knowing when it isn't quite there and, yeah. you know, and being okay with that to say, Hey, this is not okay. And I need this to, I need this to be better or I need this to not hurt anymore. Um, it's, and it's, it's hard. So, you know, I mean, I, that's why I want to praise Jocelyn because I think it is a tremendously brave thing to do. And, um, it's not impossible. It's, that's the other thing you need to know is that it's not impossible to get over this because you're acknowledging that it is a problem, which is like the biggest part of it. Yeah, I'm starting since we started the show and I've kind of had to really think every week about what is going on with me and like what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling and what could possibly be a topic. I know I have become a lot more self-aware um, yeah. just about everything, really, because it's like every week I have to sit down and examine myself and say like, geez, like what can I share this week? Like what's going on? And there's always something. <laughs> there is always something because we're human. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, and but, you know, you two are some of the strongest ladies that I know. And it's and in your own ways, you know, you may think, oh, I'm weak in this and or I don't I'm dumb or I don't get this. But you're strong in your own ways. And just as I am, too. And so it's and everybody who's listening to the show is strong in their own way. And they just need to be able to say, I have power in the acknowledgement of the things that I don't do well you know, or that I could do better. And so that is, that is the key to all of this. Uh, I think medication makes me existential. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. I wasn't laughing at what you were saying. I was laughing at the chat room because (laughs) chat room is just like, and Jules knows some ladies. (laughs) Oh, Buttress knows nothing. You're like Jon Snow. (laughs) 
you know nothing. That's so funny. <laughs> uh, well, I think that's a, a good place to wrap it up this week, guys. Uh, it, I know you're probably counting episode numbers. This is 24. Normally, it would be our recap episode, but unfortunately, we didn't get any deep dive emails. So if you guys would like to send us in your stories and your demons, you can send them to demonspodcast at gmail.com. And the next time we get a super awesome topic that we want to deep dive on from you guys, uh, we'll do a re- uh, recap episode. So uh, we still have a few more topics in the kind of like, I, I, I don't know what to call it, in the background, in the canister, the in the, I don't know. Like, I want to call it we the have shit bucket to talk about. Bucket, bucket. <laughs> oh man, we have shit to talk about anyways, which is which is the point I was trying to make. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so uh, if you guys want to send in your demons, please do so because it does help us with the content of the show. You can also share your stories if you want more uh, kind of like up to the minute type um interactions with other people you can share them on the discord again that's discord.gg slash joss plays there's two different channels one for pg conversations and one for your rated r conversations which are usually pretty fun so uh yeah head on over to discord and uh, have some conversations with our awesome community uh that's going to do it for us tonight so uh jules where can folks find you you can find me uh, on Twitter at Jules RPG and my other show, which is Torrent Think Tank, is recording on Thursdays at eight o'clock central. This week we have another um, another guest. It is Dr. Holiday Bean returning to our Yay. show. She's wonderful, and we're talking about anxiety again. We're doing another <gasps> another show about anxiety. Um, yeah, it should be a really great episode. We had a discussion about it last year, and we're going to continue that discussion this time, which should be pretty amazing. Dr. Bean is, uh, she's a, an excellent, excellent psychologist and uh, and a good friend. So check us out on Thursday, uh, and that is on the 6th of April at 8 o'clock central, twitch.tv slash tornthinkthink. Awesome. And Nevermore, where can folks find you on the internet? If you want to follow my weird shenanigans and see cat pictures and I don't even know what else, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Quoted Nevermore. Awesome. I urge everyone to do it. She has some pretty <laughs> wonderful shenanigans. She really does. <laughs> you can follow me. I'm on Twitter and Twitch at Joss Plays, and you can follow the show. We are on Twitter at Demons Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye, Bye. guys. Bye.